You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 667, The Superboy Chronicles, Day of the Dynamite. And welcome to episode 667 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. As you can tell by the relative quietness of everyone else, they're not here. So um, I'm on my own. I am solo lad. And I am going to go through some Superboy stuff with you. Issues 42 and 43 of uh, the New Adventures of Superboy, in which we meet... The Dynamind. All right, so I'm going to start off with issue 42, which leads off with the Gil Kane cover. Um, the Gil Kane covers were prevalent in the uh, in the early 80s, and um, there was just basically a point at which we just started seeing a ton of them. And I think it was followed by the uh, the you know the Ed Hannigan era, where you know Hannigan used to do a ton of uh, of covers. He you know because he was art director for a while. Um, but anyway, uh, at this point, it was Gil Kane. I wasn't as into these at the time. Now I love them, but you know, that's just uh, the way your uh, taste change. All right, so we get in uh, into it, and on the splash page, we see this guy wearing kind of like a you know an old school sort of red hood type uh, helmet. Although this one does have eye holes, um, and he's got a big D on his chest. Um, and uh, he's and we have uh, Superboy saying, "Great Krypton! I hit this guy with enough power to send an elephant hurtling into the next county, but he doesn't even feel it." And the villain says, ha ha, get used to it, Superboy, because now, from, uh, from now on, all your superpowers don't matter a bit against the one, the only, the fabulous Dynamind. Ha ha ha. So there you go. Um, so yes, the annual county fair is a place to relax, have fun, and not worry about the cares of the world, right? Well, that depends on the fair you go to. And who is there with you? A blast of Dynamind. Uh, this is brought to us by writer Paul Kupperberg, artist Kurt Schaffenberger, letterer Ben Oda, colorist Jerry Serpy, and editor one Julie Schwartz. Uh, one thing to note here is I guess that means that uh, Schaffenberger is inking himself on here. Um, gotten very accustomed to seeing him as inked by Dave Hunt in uh, these pages. But anyway... Um, Anyway, so we are at Smallville High, late one autumn evening. It's a Friday night, and there's a school dance. And um, Clark Kent is there with his girlfriend, Lisa. Uh, you know, we've met her in the past with these, and uh, she was kind of a new character added to the mythos at the time. And she and uh, he says, uh, I'm not sure I want to try this, Lisa. And she says, don't be silly, Clark. What's the fun of coming to the dance if we don't dance? Now, just relax, Clark. All these dances are simple. All you have to do is move with the music, like this. If it's so simple, why do I feel so ridiculous doing it? 
Oh, don't be such a stuffed shirt. Nobody's paying any attention to you. Just let's enjoy ourselves. And he says, okay, Lisa, you're the boss. And he says, but why do I get the feeling that even the coordination of Superboy wouldn't make me feel any more comfortable? So there you have it, folks. Um, Superboy also has super um, coordination. So there you go. And yet not super confidence. Who knew? And uh, so we see Clark's uh, best buddy, well, not so much, uh, Bash Bashford. Um, and he's watching uh, Clark and Lisa dance with, uh, with another guy. He says, son of a gun, will you looky there, Jimmy? Clark Kent's actually swung himself a date for tonight with Lisa Davis yet. And the guy says, what'd you expect, Bash, old bean? Uh, nerds of a feather and all that. Gosh, but isn't he graceful? All the panache of a wounded hippo. Ha <laughs> ha. And he says, listen, man, this is just too perfect an opportunity to pass up. You into some fun? And Bash says, at Kent's expense? Always, man. Always. So we get to the next uh, page, and uh, Jimmy has gone up to Clark and Lisa and is saying, evening, guy and gal. You two kids are having fun, I see. I thought Jimmy. Wait, did it say yeah, see, Bash called him Jimmy on page two, but now he's Johnny. It's just because Bash is dumb. I'm sure that's what it is. All right, so uh, he says, evening, guy and gal, you two are having fun, I see. And they, uh, oh, hello, Johnny. Grown, Clark thinks, not now on my first date with Lisa. I know Johnny, and when it comes to jokesters, he's the worst. And I'll bet I'm his target for tonight. You seem nervous, says uh, Johnny Jimmy. Uh, he says, uh, relax, I'm not here to ruin anybody's fun on this wonderful night. Nah, I just came by to tell you I think it's a... Uh... Oh, hey, Clark, uh, excuse me, what's that on your shirt? And he does that whole kid's thing where, you know, you point on the shirt and then you get him in the... Yeah. But it turns out that Bash has done the thing where he uh, crouches down on all fours behind him so that uh, Johnny can kind of trip him. Uh, from behind, because, you know, uh, apparently uh, um, they are eight. Um, so Clark is, you know, embarrassed about this in front of uh, in front of Lisa, but uh, someone's walking by with some drinks and a little uh, um, super breath um, lands them on Bash says a uh, little uh, well-placed super breath and Johnny Weber's partner in crime gets a free punch bath. <clears throat> Lisa says, oh, Clark, are you all right? Johnny Weber, Bash Bashford, you two should be ashamed of... Never mind, Lisa. I don't think they heard you. This was your idea, Weber. Uh, now, now, Bash, temper. Um, and so Clark says, well, anyway, no real harm done to me, at least, although I wouldn't swear to Johnny's safety tonight. She says, oh, Clark, you really shouldn't let yourself be such a pushover for everybody in school. You ought to stand up for yourself. Gee, Lisa, they didn't mean any real harm. They were just kidding around and, huh? Hey, everyone, get out here. There's a double meteor shower. What a sight. It's like a double rainbow, folks. It's the same kind of thing. Anyway, they go out there and they're watching it and they're all, all ooing and aahing. Wow, ooh, isn't it beautiful? Such lovely colors. And Lisa says, I've never seen anything so spectacular. Have you? And he says, not lately, Lisa. At least not as Clark Kent. 
But as Superboy, I've seen some pretty incredible things in space. And with my telescopic vision, I can get a close look at this sight. And so he's looking, and he uh, sees out of all of these things, he sees a stray chunk of red kryptonite. And he says it poses a real double threat up there. Uh, mainly since it won't be up there long. And it's not going to burn up from the friction of entering the atmosphere like the other computers. Uh, or the other computers, the other meteors. Um, and to make matters worse, it looks like it's going to land nearby where it could work. It's weird, unpredictable effects on me. Fortunately, I have super breath, and it's good for more than just knocking fruit punch over practical jokers. It can also blow that menace out of the way, which he does. Uh, meanwhile, several hundred yards away, we see that not everybody is as enthralled by the Stellar Light show. Um, some people are interested merely in survival. And uh, so we have uh, Johnny wandering around. Uh, oh, boy, that was too much. Even if Bash is out after my hide, it was worth it to see two suckers get it with one bit. Of course, I may have to keep hiding until Bash cools off, which knowing that jock's temper could be next summer, but, huh? Oh, no. Bash found me, and he's using that old, tired old sneezing powder routine on me. And um, as we see, like, little red sparkles falling around him. No, wait, I'm not sneezing, but I, I do feel kind of weird, all feverish, and my head feels like it's going to explode. What? What is this stuff? And then he's uh, recovered. He says, all of a sudden, I feel okay. And somehow I know what this stuff is. Dust from the meteor shower. One of them must be made of some extraterrestrial element. And uh, he's think, and he says, and it's having some bizarre side effect on me. Wow, I know lots of things. I know everything. It feels like the meteor dust must have stimulated my brain, so it's now using one hundred percent of its capability instead of the smaller amount we usually use. Oh, Johnny Weber, my boy, uh, you're gone to something big here. And um, so we move on uh, to Clark and Lisa walking home. Clark saying, I had a wonderful time tonight, Lisa. I, oh, gulp, isn't the girl supposed to say that? We can both say it, Clark, she says. I did too. Gee, then, maybe since we both had such a wonderful time, maybe we could uh, do it again tomorrow at the county fair. And she's like, well, does this answer your question? And she plants a smooch on him. He says, it sure does, Lisa. I'll pick you up around 10, okay? I got some uh, errands to run before we go. And she says, I'll be waiting, Clark. Good night now. And she closes the door, and he jumps up, clicking his heels together. Yahoo! But what do you know? She really likes me. Not Superboy, but plain old Clark Kent. Wow! As young Clark uh, heads home, his thoughts are already on the events of tomorrow. And uh, so um, we skip ahead, and uh, it is the annual uh, Smallville County Fair opening uh, ceremonies. And, um, and he flies in with big scissors. Uh, to cut the ribbon, and um, he says, I wouldn't have missed it for the world, sir. I hope you don't mind. I took the liberty of bringing my own scissors for the ribbon cutting. And he says, huh, not at all. Super scissors are appropriate for a super event, huh? Um, and he says, it's just an honor to have you here. 
So uh, Superboy says, the honor's all mine, Mr. Mayor, so let's get the show on the road. So he cuts the ribbon. So now we've opened the thing up. And uh, so he flies off, and he's basically thinking about his date with, uh, with Lisa. So he kind of flies up, flies down, and um, does the old switcheroo to, uh, to his Clark outfit. And um, so it says, uh, with the help of my super speed, getting to Lisa's house in record time is no problem. And neither was changing unseen to Clark Kent for my date. Gosh, it sure is neat having a girlfriend, finally. I was beginning to think I was never going to be able to have a life like the other kids in school because of my secret identity. After all, Superboy keeps a pretty hectic schedule, and it was starting to look like nobody was ever going to fall for playing old Clark. I, uh, oh, and Lisa comes out of the door, and he says, Morning, Lisa. And she says, Hi, Clark, you're right on time. And he says, Well... I may not have much going for me, but I am punctual. Really, Clark, she says, you'll have to stop putting yourself down like that when I know you're with when you're with me. I know you I think you're just fine the way you are. Um so we look later in the morning and um <clears throat> and Clark's thinking, uh, have fun while you can, folks. Chuckle. Pretty soon things are gonna get really hot or hot at the old fair. <clears throat> Sorry, that's not Clark. That's um, someone else from a tree outside the area. And we see Lisa. We see Clark about to knock over some milk bottles with a ball, in theory. Uh, go to it, Clark. You know you can do it. And he says, I hope so, Lisa. I've never been very good with baseballs, you know. And uh, he says, see what I tell you. And he goes, that's odd. I wasn't using my superpowers to help me, but the ball did hit the bottles. It, they should have been knocked down, unless... And, um, and of course, what he does is he looks in and he sees that the game's rigged. The bottles are weighed down with lead so that nobody could possibly knock them down and win. And he says, without a little help from superpowers like mine, such as super breath, to knock them over. And uh, he does so, and the carny who's running the ride is, like, shocked. And he says, but you couldn't. And he says, gee, why not, mister? Everybody's got a chance, right? I, I mean, you don't look like you could, that is. I, uh... Here's your prize, kid. Now move on and give someone else a, ch- a chance. And um, Clark thinks, and now that I've vaporized the weights with my heat vision, other people will have a shot at winning fair and square. Um, so uh, Lisa's got her little bear that she got for the that she was given as the prize, and she goes, "Ooh, I knew you could do it, Clark. See, you're not as incompetent as you make everyone believe." It feels nice making Lisa happy with. Huh? What's that? My super hearing's picking up. And um, then uh, we see this dynamite guy come through, and you know, with the cape and the um, the dots and the and the uh, yeah. Anyway, um, and um, he says, "Great Krypton! Someone gliding out of the treetops toward us. Look, Clark, is that Superboy coming back? I don't think so, Lisa." And who better than Clark Kent would know the whereabouts of the Teen of Steel, even if he doesn't know the identity of the stranger? Um, an x-ray scan through his mask will reveal, oh no, it's not piercing. It's, it's a lead-lined mask. Morning, good people. You seem a trifle confused, so I suppose introductions are in order. You can call me Dynamind. I think this dynamite demonstration will make the reason for that name quite clear. Ha ha ha. Eek. My teddy bear's uh, alive, says Lisa. 
and um and uh Clark's like gosh let let's get out of here Lisa and um we get uh, the, come on, people, this is a county fair. You're supposed to be having fun. If Dynamine's idea of fun is to start a panic, he's the one dangerous person to leave loose. It'll take Superboy to bring him under control, but I can't switch I can't switch with Lisa handing on to me. As much as I hate to do it, I've got a ditcher. And this fleeing crowd's got just the place to do it. And um, so we next see him uh, hiding out behind a curtain and um, and lifting up his sweater. And he says, hopefully she won't look back to see if I'm still with her, giving me the perfect opportunity, once I'm sure the coast is clear, for Clark Kent to disappear from the scene. What a bunch of dummies, says uh, Dan- uh, Dynamind, who's still kind of floating around out there. Um and uh, Dynamind says, uh, what a bunch of dummies. Don't tell me you think stuffed animals can hurt you. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, just the fun's over just when it was getting good. I suppose that means it's down to the business of starting up my, my criminal career. <laughs> Not like it's going to be much of a challenge. The way I figure it, there's no one can stop me anyway. And Superboy flies in behind him. Care to put a little wager on, wager on that? As um, Dynamind is trying to steal some coin, some rare coins. Uh, from an outdoor tent. Oh, hi there, Superboy. Nope. No bet. I figure I'm taking enough today by stealing this connect collection of rare coins without taking your money. You're pretty uh, cocky for someone so new to the game, uh, the crime game, Dynamite. I almost hate to burst your bubble like this. And um, and he says, huh? You sidestepped me and I was moving at super speed. Were you, little boy blue? How pitiful. Look, I wouldn't waste my strength if I were you, pal, because, you see, you can't defeat me. And he's, he's like, he punches him and is thinking, hey, huh? He deflected my blow like it was nothing. Um, So we get, matter of fact, you're really starting to bug me. Good thing I know how to make you go bye-bye. And he zaps him with his uh, mind waves and um, knocks him into some of the posts. And uh, so we see some down power lines as a result. Phew. Quite a trip you took there, Pally. Feeling okay? <clears throat> a whole lot better than you're going to be feeling about two seconds from now, Pally. And, uh, you know, uppercut. And uh, then it says, very good, uh, super nerd. You caught me by surprise with that one. Of course, that isn't about to happen twice, you know. He says, we'll see about that, Dynamind. You really, sh- uh, you really should believe what I tell you. I mean, what reason would I have to lie to you, huh? Um, and, uh, and we see a bit of ground come up and, uh, and Superboy says, great Krypton, the ground swelling up between us. Can't stop in time. And, uh, so he kind of foops through. Um, uh, and then he's saying, um, you know, he comes out, it looks like a Wiley Coyote just, uh, flipped into there. Um, he says, it's annoying, but you really didn't expect that overgrown clump of dirt to stop me, huh? He's gone with the stolen coins. Except for the debris, it's as if he were never here. But how did he do it? I suppose I won't know until I find him, and find him I will. Dynamite's too powerful an opponent to, opponent to leave on the loose for even a, a moment more than necessary. And uh, meanwhile, we've got Johnny kind of sitting watching as he flies off. <laughs> I always thought Superboy's reputation was overblown, and I just proved it. That costume clown will never expect... 
uh, one of the kids at Smallville High of being dynamined. And that suits me just fine. Considering what my super intelligence has calculated, there's no time to waste looting him. Not if I want to accumulate vast wealth over, this, uh, over the uh, hours I have left. Um, throughout the morning and most of the afternoon, Superboy streaks back and forth uh, across uh, Smallville until uh, towards evening. And he's going up and nothing. Hmm. I've checked and double-checked the whole county with my super senses and haven't found a single sign of dynamite. Somehow, that that bizarre uh, thief has managed to hide himself, but good. Anyway, he'll turn up again, but I wouldn't... I would have preferred to nab him before he... Oh, my, Pa. I thought I heard you come in down here, son. You got a visitor waiting for you upstairs. Really? I wonder who. Lisa? Holy cow, what are you doing here? And she says, oh, Clark, thank goodness you're so safe. I've been so worried about you. When we got separated in the panic at the fair and I couldn't find you, I was afraid something terrible had happened. And uh, and he's thinking, oh my gosh, in my worry over dynamite, I completely forgot about Lisa. I need an explanation. I'm fast. Or, uh, it's terribly embarrassing, Lisa. When dynamite attacked, I ran into the woods to attack and uh, got lost. It took me all day to find my way out. And uh, she says, uh, why, why didn't you call me and let me know you were safe? I was, I was just about to do that very thing. Not too many phone booths in the woods. Come on, Jonathan. I think the youngsters would rather be alone. And Jonathan finds this amusing. He says, reminds me of when I was courting you, Martha. So Lisa says, as long as you're all right, that's what counts, Clark. And, um, and he, he thinks... Gee, she really likes me. I didn't. Re- I just didn't realize how much until now. And then the signal lamp goes off because, of course, it does. And, oh no! Of all the times for my special emergency signal lamp to go off, what's the matter with your lamp? Uh, must be a fuse in the basement. I better check it out before it blows. Uh, I'll call you later, okay? And he sends her off at the door. And she's but but but. And he's grown. It's twice in one day I've had to brush Lisa off. This can't be the best way to start a relationship. But my supervision shows that signals from Chief Parker. And if it means what I think it does, I haven't a moment to lose. And she's thinking, he actually seemed eager to get rid of me. I can't believe it. I thought Clark was different, that he actually liked me. But he's just another callous boy who doesn't care. I choke. Hate him. So there you go, folks. Take a drink for a choke. All righty, uh, so we fly back, and uh, there's Superboy uh, on patrol, and uh, he's thinking, Lisa looked so hurt when I, uh, when I rushed her out. It's only our second day together, and it's already looking like it's impossible to be Superboy and have a, a social life. I just hope I can make it up to her somehow. And uh, and he anyway, he's interrupted by noticing that the Smallville Savings and Loan Building is gone. It's missing. And uh, he says, Chief Parker, what's going on? Where's the Smallville Savings and Loan Building? Chief Parker says, I wish I knew. One moment it was here, and the next gone. And Superboy says, I've heard of bank robberies, but this is ridiculous. Who has the power to make a whole building vanish in seconds? And we hear another voice, looking for something, Superboy? Huh? Dynamind, of course. And he says, glad you remember, Pally. Hey, I was just hanging out up, up uh, here, and I found this bank floating around. If you want it, come up and get it. I'm waiting. Ha, ha, ha. 
Um, and uh, Superboy thinks he's taunting me with that warped sense of humor of his. He thinks the joke's on me, even though I'm the one who's going to deliver the punch uh, line straight to his jaw. And next issue, the battle continues. And we are uh, going to, of course, get into that in just a moment. And so we move into the next issue, and uh, that is, of course, um, issue number 43, uh, which has uh, Dynamind, uh, another Gil Kane cover, with a big sort of hulking beast, um, actually kind of, you know, uh, thing ref- reminiscent and whatnot. Anyway, so that's, that's a whole thing. It's, he's Dynamind, and it points to this behemoth, and it says, and he's murder. All right, so on the splash uh, page, we've got um, uh, Dynamind uh, holding uh, the bank behind him. And uh, he says, come and get me, Superboy. I kind of figured you wouldn't be far away once I decided to give this uh, staid old banking establishment uh, a lift. (laughs) Keep laughing, Dynamind. When I get my hands on you, your crime spree in this town will be finished, and you'll be laughing out of the other side of your face. Uh, and it is called the 40-Hour Wonder, once again brought to us by the team of writer Paul Copperberg, artist Kurt Schaffenberger, letterer Ben Oda, colorist Jerry Serpy, and editor, of course, Julie Schwartz. All right. Um, so Superboy flies at Dynamind, and he turns um, uh, intangible, or he turns in- intangible, and uh, and Superboy flies right through him, and uh and he's like, great, Krypton, he's turned inta- intelligible. Or in- intelligible. Intelligible. Ugh, that was unintelligible. Uh, he's turned, in fact, um, see, I'm losing it all. Intangible. Yes. Now for the moment. See, now I'm sol- as solid as you are effect- ineffectual. Ha ha. He says, well, maybe I can't touch Dynamite, but let's see how he does against an invisible assault of heat vision. Yike! Trying to make things hot for me, huh? Well, thanks for reminding me you have other powers at your uh, disposal, which I'd better shield myself against. And also, thanks for opening up the field. I was only toying with you before, but it looks like you want to get into some heavy hurting, and I'm just the guy to give you a hard time. And then um, he uh, starts tearing, uh, taking the, the uh, house apart, or the bank apart brick, brick by brick. What say we start with a little constructive use of some common everyday materials? Incredible. Dynamite's using his psychokinetic powers to uh, animate those bricks, forming them into human shape. Superboy's all yours. Give him a thrashing for me. Wishful thinking, Dynamite. This thing looks powerful, but against my superpowers, it's about as effective as cotton balls. Oh, those poor cottons. Uh, guess again, Superboy, for as this creature of common brick uh, swarms over him, he feels a sudden, painfully familiar weakness. And we see a little green glow. Gasp, how does he do it? Oh, maybe it's Maybelline. Um, Dynamine says, I used my super-developed brain power to probe your physical makeup and sense a weakness in it. Then I opened the body creatures, uh, the book, brook creatures, sorry, uh, atomic structure into the element I ceased. Could we, we Could weaken you pretty neat, huh? And he says, Dynamite doesn't realize it, but he's imbued this thing with traces of green kryptonite. It not only can weaken me, long enough exposure to it can kill me. Um, He's shaping up into one powerful foe, but I can't worry about that now. Got to get away from that thing and fast. So he flies off, and he goes to the Smallville General Hospital where there's a big construction site happening. 
And he's have to time this right, just right, or I'm a goner. First, I'll slow it down with my heat vision, or with heat vision. Uh oh, almost forgot. It's a non-living creature, di- animated by Dynamine's mental powers. The heat beam is melting it, all right, but not stopping it. And um, and so he grabs some lead. Uh, he says, these sheets of lead they're going to use to shield the new radiology department. Lead protects me from the deadly kryptonite radiation. But to do that, my brick foe has to be uh, entirely encased in it. And so that's what he does. He encases him in this, um, in these bits of, uh, of lead. Uh, followed by some super coal to modify the molten matter. And, um, and, uh, and then we get... Um, the uh, uh, dynamine saying, "Back so soon, Pally? Much as I'd love to stick around and grab some more, I really must be going." And he's blast. He's teleporting away, leaving me to play catch with the bank. Got it. Glad he waited for me to get back, or the building would be rubble. Now, but then uh, it seems Dynamine's gone out of his way to make sure nobody's hurt by his antics, with the possible exception of me. Chief Parker says, "Superboy, thank goodness you're back." Everything's back to normal with the savings and loan building, Chief Parker. Although my x-ray vision shows me uh, the interior is a whole other story. Dynamine's cleaned the place out of every last dollar from the vaults. You did the best you could, Superboy, but it wasn't good enough. All I can do is keep a watch uh, for him when he strikes next. With his powers, he could be just about anywhere by now. And it says, True. And uh, But anywhere just happens to be a, a mere three blocks from the scene of the crime, in the bedroom of, of Smallville High student Johnny Weber. And he's wearing a uh, white suit and uh, is saying, uh, with a purple shirt underneath it, and uh, saying, Yahoo, I'm rich, rich! Man, who would have ever thought I'd get a chance like this with powers to amass a fortune that'd make Midas green with envy? Yeah, just last night. I was a regular guy until that meteor shower dumped some kind of weird dust on me while I was in the parking lot of the school, increasing my brain power a hundredfold, making me not only brilliant, but giving me incredible psychokinetic abilities as well. Somehow, I sensed right from the start these powers wouldn't last too long. And he's thinking, hmm, how many people get a chance like this? Just think of the great things I could do for mankind in, in the to- short time I've got these powers. Heck. Who am I to know? If I didn't know it before, I'm sure now is is my only chance to ever do anything great for myself. Heroes like Superboy help mankind all the time, but what do they get out of it? Fame? Fame doesn't pay the bills, and I'd rather be rich. And he's uh, seated, uh, leaning back in his chair, feet up on the table, says, Dynamite was the best thing I ever thought of, because he's helping me get rich while I can. And after my powers are gone, within the next 24 hours, I figure... I'll be set for life, and not even Superboy can stop me. <laughs> and uh, we end up at uh, 321 Maple Street, and uh, Jonathan says, Evening, Clark, why the long face? And he says, Hi, Pa. Oh, Dynamind gave me the slip again, and now I've got to think of some way to apologize for Lisa, to Lisa for being so rude to her when I had to slip away to change to Superboy earlier. He says, Well, I see you do have responsibilities, son. It couldn't be helped. I know, but how do I tell that to Lisa? Besides, this isn't going to be the last time I have to pull that one on her. Oh, that's important. Uh, what's important is you both like each other. You're, you're a bright boy. You'll work it out. And he says, I suppose so, Pa. Thanks. And he passes him the phone. He says, poor Clark. 
Sometimes his powers can be such a burden. Here he is, a mere boy with the responsibilities that would make a grown man cringe. And he's saddled with the emotions of a teenager to handle them. This is not an easy time for him. And uh, Clark's on the phone and uh, saying, hmm, this is more nerve-wracking than going up against one of Luthor's evil, evil gimmicks. Oh, uh, hello, Lisa? Please, Lisa, don't hang up. I know you're angry, but please... Let me explain. And she says, I don't think you can, Clark Kent. You acted so strangely, and I thought you liked me. But I do, Lisa. I, I, I really do. It's just that sometimes, well, I get uh, weird, and I just have to be alone then. It's hard to explain, but it's got nothing to do with you, Lisa. Really, Clark? You sound like you mean it. Maybe I was being too hasty. Maybe I should give you another chance. Say tomorrow, we could go see the new John Wayne movie at the Bijou. True Grit. That sounds great, Lisa, and I promise it won't happen again. Honest. See you tomorrow, then. And he's feeling relieved. And uh, and Clark, he, uh, Jonathan hears him from out, outside the room, and he's thinking, that's my Clark. So as the next day dawns, uh, we turn our attention, not to Smallville, but to another town far away, Fort Knox, Kentucky. On this uh, 33,000-acre military reservation, 30 miles from Louisville, is stored the bulk of the nation's um, gold bullion, a prime target, one would think, for thieves. And so we got a couple of guards there. It says, fortunately, the massive uh, depository is well guarded. And uh, one guard is like is yawning. Ah, another dull day standing watch over this place. Yeah, dull, and it's always going to be dull. Who's going to attack here with the, all, all the firepower we've got to protect the group? Who else, soldier? But dynamite. What? Uh, holy, look, look at what's coming. Me and my big mouth. Better halt, mister, or we'll shoot. Be serious. Uh, be serious, soldier. And uh, he says, you can't hold, uh, you can't shoot with those hunks of worthless metal. Crepes, he just waved and our guns fell apart. He wrecked, sad sack. Just the way I got to, uh, all I got to do is think it. And I fly over the fence and through it, this um, solid concrete and steel reinforced uh, wall. And, um, and, and Dynamite is like, Sheesh, you think, uh, really think bullets are going to stop me? This is the big time, fellas. Luton Fort Knox is my fond farewell to the short life of supervillainy. And by the time Superboy even hears about this feat, I'll be finished. Not to mention the richest tea in the wor- teen in the world. Seconds later, as Dynamind blasts his way into the vault. Wow, this is even bigger than I thought. I'll never have to worry about being poor for the rest of my life, even if I have to be a thousand. Um, and, um, we flip back to the Kent house. Well, now you're looking a little more chip, uh, chipper today, Clark. Uh, things work out all right with Lisa, did they? They went, uh, super, Pa. In fact, I'm taking her to the movies this afternoon. Oh, no, not my secret signal lamp. Not again now. Groan, don't tell me I have to do it to Lisa again. And, uh, Martha says, don't be so quick to fret, son. You've got time before you meet the girl to handle whatever it is, haven't you? And he says, I hope so, Ma, but this signal's from the president. And he doesn't tend to contact me unless there's something major going on. But I'm going to try. You can count on that. And off he goes, and he flies out, and he says, see you later. I just hope I can say the same for Lisa. Take care now. You may be a super boy, but we still worry about you. And uh, so there we are. Um, 
uh, back at uh, Fort Knox and um, Dynamind is uh, chopping off blocks of this thing and uh, adding them to his uh, stack. And he says, I've put up a mental force field that'll keep the army boys from bugging me while I teleport all this lovely bullion uh, to a great hiding place. <sighs> to tell the truth, this caper's a bit disappointing. As my, It's my final outing as Dynamind, and even though I'm getting more than I'd hoped for, it's too easy. I, I kind of wanted to be able to go out with a splash, using my powers for the maximum. And um, suddenly, huh, Superboy, who crashes through the wall, and... Um, and Superboy says, don't you know it's not nice to make unauthorized withdrawals on Sunday? And um, and he says, got to admit, Pally, I'm kind of surprised to see you here so soon. Surprised, but not disappointed. And he zaps him with some mental ray. And um, But it turns out it's not enough. Uh, for Despite that the power that pummels the Teen of Steel, the mighty mentalist have failed to take one factor into consideration. Superboy is mad. Um, and, uh, so he, uh, punches him and he's, forget it. You're going to have to do better than this to stop me this time. And, uh, he says, do you want better friend? You've got it. And he pushes him off and he says, you think this hurts? Wait till I really pour on the old mental hops, uh, horsepower and squeeze you like an orange. Cause I've been getting more and more powerful ever since I got these abilities last Friday night in Smallville. By now I've even got enough to crush you, Superboy. Gasp, he's not kidding. If I don't... Wait, what did he just say? Of course, Dynamine made his first appearance during the meteor shower the other night. The same shower that held the red kryptonite I diverted away from Smallville. My microscopic visions testing are uh, detecting the barest traces of red K embedded in Dynamine's skin, along with a second element I've never seen before. Uh, that must be it, the combination of the two. That's what's given him the powers. Gasp. Effects of red K are only temporary and should be and should wear off soon. Only by the time uh, that happens, Dynamind could squeeze me empty like a used tube of toothpaste. And um, and he says, but if I'm right, I'm burning away the mystery element from his skin. I should deprive him of his powers now. And um, Dynamind says, says, feeling the squeeze, Pally. <laughs> I bet you just are. Uh, matter of fact, you ought to be... Huh? What's going on? Feel so weak all of a sudden. That's the whole idea, says Superboy. My heat vision is burning away the stuff that gives you supermental abilities. No. No, you couldn't possibly win now. You can't. Darn you. And uh says, guess again, Dynamind. If I couldn't do it, why did you? Why are you feeling like a damp dish rag? Anyway, you, you've done what you said, but I've still got enough power left to do this. And he tries to hit him with another mental bolt, but it doesn't work. He says, real feeble, Chom, I barely felt that one. Now why don't you just surrender now and save us both some trouble? No way, I went through too much to get what I, wa what I want to give it up now. And he says, have it your own way then. Believe me, Superboy, I intend to. And he disappears. He says, I can still teleport to safety before you can lay a finger on me. Huh? Winked out of sight and got away from me again. And uh, not quite, Superboy, for the next instant. He's back. He was so drained of power, he couldn't sum up the strength to teleport more than a few feet away. Relax, Dynamind. Your criminal career's finished. And frankly, I've been dying of curiosity to know who you really are. He unmasks him. Johnny Weber? 
Yeah, that's me, Johnny Weber, Smallville High's class, uh, class clown and loser. And um, this is what made you turn bad, Johnny. Those powers of yours could have just as easily been used to do some good. I, I, uh, what's happening? Superboy, what are you doing here? Don't you remember, Johnny? You gained superpowers, and since yesterday morning, you were using them to commit crimes. M- me? I did that? Really? I, I don't remember. So that's it. The red kryptonite uh, and mysterious element must have affected your mind somehow. Turned you evil while you were under their influence. Gosh, I guess so, but that doesn't excuse anything I did. If I broke the law, I ought to pay. I'm sure the uh, the authorities will go easy on you uh, once I explain the circumstances, especially when you return the loot you stole. Uh, of course, I wouldn't dream of keeping it, but I seem to recall... It all in some way, uh, some way out inaccessible places. I don't know if I can get it. At least that's the least of your worries, Johnny. Whatever dynamite, wherever dynamite hid the stuff, I can get it. We'll take care of that tomorrow. I uh, intend to do everything I can to help you. He says, "Gosh, I I don't know how to thank you. After what I put you through, it's more than enough." And he says, "Don't mention it, Johnny. I'm glad to do it." And Johnny says, "Gosh, you're some kind of friend, Superboy." And then we uh, we see what he's thinking. He says, not to mention a real super sap. <laughs> so we get uh, later in the afternoon in Smallville. Lisa's waiting for Clark at the movie, uh, standing outside uh, where they have the uh, True Grip poster. And uh, but she's kind of concerned. It is meeting time. And as we know, Clark says that he's usually punctual. Um, and uh, she says it's one o'clock on the dot not a sign of Clark he he wouldn't do it to me again uh, and, and she says thinks Clark's a nice boy maybe the nicest one in the whole town why would he treat me so weird sometimes if he didn't like me he wouldn't even have to he, you know he wouldn't even want to date me and she's thinking ah stop it Lisa you're just being silly just because he's a few minutes late doesn't mean he's going to stand you up does it and uh, we see her there, and it's all good. I'm sorry I'm a little late, Lisa. What I thought was a shortcut through the alleys wasn't. Oh, Clark, I was beginning to wonder if you were coming. He says, yeah, we had, uh, he says, me miss a date with you? No way. And she says, I'm glad. Still, sometimes I get the feeling there's something about you you're not telling me. And he says, really? I figured there ought to be a little mystery in the relationship, Lisa, just to keep it interesting. And it turns out Dynamind is not even done yet. So we're going in three issues, folks. For some reason, I thought it was a two-parter, but clearly not. And here we uh, find out why I thought it was a two-parter, mainly because this one doesn't have Dynamind on the cover. It has uh, Neptune, God of the Sea. Um, All right, so we... um, uh, we we find out that of course um, um, Dynamite has indeed hidden the loot from his two day crime spree where nobody could get at it, um, and it is in the heart of a seething active volcano. Um, so you know usually this should be okay for Superboy or is it? So the traps that are at our that that are my mind is the title. Uh, written by Paul Copperberg, uh, penciled by Kurt Schaffenberger, inked by Joe Giella this time, 
And then we have jo uh, John Costanza doing the lettering and Jerry Serpy doing the color. And of course, Julia Schwartz is the editor. And this is cover date August of 1983. All right, so um, so yeah, Superboy is standing in there, in there looking at this metal box. Um, he said, Dynamine was powerful enough to construct a force field that even I can't break through. And so he's trying to get through to this thing. And we get a little flashback as to, you know, Johnny getting hit by the Red K dust and um, and uh, the battle that uh, Superboy had with Dynamind. And um, so Dynamind got reverted back to normal. Um, but... Um, Basically, um, you know, Johnny tells him where he's hidden the loop, but he set it up so that he can't recover it. And so he says, I won't give up, though. This is only the first place hiding place on my list. Too bad Johnny couldn't tell me how to overcome the protection around the loot. But when his powers faded, so did all but the vaguest memories of his criminal activities. And we see a couple of, uh, you know, lava beasts and... Um, he says, evidently, you know... What? Evidently, Johnny forgot more than even he knew. These lava creatures are probably his creations, left to guard the rare coins in that strong box. Should be no problem to... And he punches it. Slunch. Great Krypton, my fist suck right, stuck right into it. Maybe you were uh, formed by Dynamine's mental powers, but you're still only molten rock, kept animated by the heat of the volcano. And heat and flames need oxygen to continue burning. And so basically, he turns them into, like, stone men, basically. Um, and uh, then smashes them. Um, and so he goes back to the uh, floating strong box and, um, and is kind of trying to figure it out. And, um, and uh, but then it falls. And um, so he figures that maybe it has some, some kind of link between the guard, the lava guards and the force field, um, so that when he de deactivated them, the strong box would be uh, released. And so he's grabbed it, and off he goes. Only two more to go. Um, and we're in uh, Smallville, and, um, and we see that uh, uh, Johnny is being arraigned. Um, and in light of information supplied to this court by Superboy, I feel justified in releasing your son to your custody without bail, Mr. Weber. Pending the recovery of the items stolen by him while under the influence of an alien element and a subsequent hearing. Next case. Thank you, Judge. My boy and I are real grateful. He says, come on, Pa, buck up. Everything's going to work out. Why, Superboy's rounding up all the stuff I stole right now. I know, Johnny, we're blessed that there's a fine lad like him around to help us poor folks out of trouble. Believe me, Pa, I'd be lost without Superboy's help. And so would all the millions I stole and stashed away, chuckle. That sucker bought my wide-eyed innocence act hook, line, and sinker. He really believes that I turned to crime because the alien dust that gave me superpowers also turned me evil. Heck, that had nothing to do with it. Because once I saw my chance to get rich so I wouldn't have to live in poverty like my folks... I grabbed for it. His only problem is my powers faded before I could recover the loot from where I'd hidden it. But the superior mentality 
of Dynamine plan, plan for that possibility and set up a perfect plan to get my money, even if I don't have my powers, using Superboy as my prize patsy. Meanwhile, over at Jonathan Kent's general store, Afternoon, Jonathan, says a man who walks in. It's Malcolm. Uh, um, he says, uh, business kind of slow today, I see. Just taking a breather before the evening rush, Malcolm. How are things over at the real estate office? Not good, not good at all. That's why I decided to come over and talk with you. Sounds serious. Business bad, that bad, or does it have something to do with my Clark and your daughter, Lisa? I couldn't be happier with my girl dating your boy. No, this is strictly business and bad business at that. Let's just say I've recently got some uh, tips that say, say some big-time land developers have been looking to buy up uh, heaps of land on the outskirts of town. But nobody was saying why he wanted it all. Well, sir, I did some checking on my own, and I found out. Jonathan, they want to build one of them, them new-fangled shopping malls outside of town. You can't be serious, Malcolm. Whose dang fool idea was that? Can't city council stop? You just hit the nail on the head. My friend, not only can't the council stop the project, it won't. Seems Gary Simmons, esteemed president of the council, owns a heap of that land. And he stands to make a bundle uh, when the sale goes through. Now, I don't have to tell you what a shopping mall will do to us, Jonathan. I know, Malcolm. Pretty soon people will forget the stores in town and drive out to the mall for their shopping. It'll ruin us. And, um, and and Malcolm says, that's why we Smallville merchants need a man on the council to fight Simmons and protect our interests. We need you, Jonathan. M me? I'm a storekeeper, not a politician, for crying out loud. Maybe, but you're the only merchant who could possibly win. There's nobody in the town with anything but, but good words about you. Be serious, Malcolm. I haven't the time to... Man of your reputation will hardly have to do any campaigning, and the council meets for a whole two hours every other week. Please, think about it, John. And he sits down, and he's thinking, me, a city councilman. Um, anyway, then we get back to uh, the Pacific Ocean um, as uh, we see Superboy uh, trying to find yet another package. And, um, and he goes through... Uh, the water until he is grabbed by this uh, fake Neptune, King of the Seas. He says, incredible, here I was underestimating Dynamine's ingenuity, and he springs a giant hand on me here. Still clever and powerful, though, though it may be. Unless this hand belongs to a giant Kryptonian, it's got to be affected by a super hot foot or thumb. So he gives it a burst of, of heat vision. And it makes it mad. Gur, who dares attack the mighty ne uh, personage of Neptune, god of the seven seas? Um, and he says, Dynamite was sure thinking big when he came up with this one. I don't know if he managed to call on the real Neptune or if this is just another manifestation of his mind. Fact or fancy, he's what's standing between me and the money Dynamite uh, stole from the S Smallville Savings and Loan. Money I'm determined to return to the vault. By the great chasm, thou art audacious whelp. Many have challenged my awesome might in eons past. Yet ever have they met with doom, whilst Neptune did reign supreme neath the waves. Oof, he's not kidding. That trident tri packs a wallop. Of course, it's not like I'm a defenseless little lamb. Bah, thy puny tricks might well impress mere mortals, stripling. But Neptune is no fool to be subdued by tricks. That chest around his neck, that's where Dynamine left the loot. 
And since Neptune's not about to hand it over because I ask nicely, a super speed snatch is called for. So ye seek the treasure of Neptune, ha! Tis the dream of all to possess and the death of all who try. And um, it says, enough's enough. Got to remember, he's not real and strike back with all-out superpower. And he does so. And, um, you know, basically beats the tar out of this. And then, boom! And he says, score one for getting royally ticked off. Neptune's come apart like a cheap watch. And I get his treasure. And um, and then we see um, Superboy uh, flying with it. And he's all, you know, again, so he's all green. Because, you know, fighting the kryptonite. Um, he says, if this pattern holds, I'm in for even heavier opposition at the site of my uh, third hiding place. Something about these battles is beginning to bother me. Meanwhile, in Smallville, everything's going perfect, thinks Johnny while he sits on his bed, uh, smug, looking smug. Um, Superboy is trashed. Um, well, no, sorry. Super, no, Superboy is not trashed. Superboy's fine, everybody. It's okay. He says, everything's going perfect. Superboy, uh, Superboy's trapped Neptune and gotten the bread from the bank draw job. Oh, the bread, yeah. All right, he says, that sucker's really pouring a lot of energy into the fight, which is just what the doctor roared Um Johnny Weber's laughter echoes deep within his own mind, unheard by the object of his derision, who is almost 100 miles straight up. He says, I can't shake the bad feeling this caper's giving me. Something's wrong. He says, unless I can put my finger on it, I'd better play real careful. He goes, ah, there's the location uh, in Dynamine's uh, loot. And he says, the gold bullion from Fort Knox. Says, hmm, I don't see anything, least of all a half ton of solid gold. Or maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. Like the Edgar Allan Poe story, the purloined letter, maybe Dynamine hid the gold in plain sight. He says, uh, disguised as an ordinary satellite, right? Yep, thanks to my x-ray vision. I can see that's just what he did. So he says, odd, no super guardians shown up yet to stop me from taking this uh, this like at the other locations. Maybe I was wrong and there isn't any pattern. Well, far be it for me to look a gift house in the mouth. And uh, he says, uh-oh, here comes the third strike to put me out. And it, the, the beast basically has put itself together and tries to come after him again. So Dynamine didn't leave his biggest hall unguarded even up here. And uh, so there's some there's some fight, um, but he's just worried about you know having some red sun radiation and all this stuff uh, because of course you know the the uh, if, if he loses his powers in the vacuum of space it's all over. So he uses his cape for protection and sort of bounces off this guy a couple of times. Um, and he says and he thinks. Dynamine planned for it to destroy anything that could get at the gold. And judging from what I felt of its power, that includes me. He knew I'd be looking for, for his loot, and he wanted to make sure. Great sons, the answer's been staring me in the face all along. I don't have to fight this thing to defeat it. All I've got to do is get away from here. What's this? Superboy running from a fight? If you think you're startled by this, look at the reaction of the person behind it all. And uh, we flash back to... Uh, or we zip back to um, Johnny at uh, at home, and he's no, no. It was so close to the end, and and he split. He couldn't have caught on, could he? 
Nah, impossible. I dreamt up this scheme as dynamite with the intelligence to with an intelligence to make Einstein look like a dunce. Dynamite could outthink that nerd of steel and still have enough brain power left over uh, to move the Rocky Mountains uh, from uh, to New Jersey. So why'd he fly off? Well, so he says, time's running out. I'll have to settle for the cash and coins. His brow furrowed with deep concentration. Johnny Weber begins to concentrate, creating mental pictures of the objects he desires. And, um, and he says, yeah, who? Here they come. Dynamite, I'm going to be forever in your debt. I knew it was br- I was brilliant when I thought this up. And uh, he's got the treasure chest and the strong box. He says, I figured I had to hide. Uh, I had to hide this loot where nobody but me could see it. But I also anticipated Dynamine's powers would fade before I could retrieve it. So I surrounded him with guards who could absorb kinetic energy, the kind Superboy would expend battling them to get at the hiding places. That energy, in turn, powered Dynamine's final mental feat, programming the loot to be teleported to me when I uh, summoned it. The bigger the object, the more energy it took to bring it here, which is why... I needed Super Sap to fight my stellar creature in order to get the gold back. Well, I'll have to settle for this. And he opens the treasure chest, and there's Superboy. He says, glad to hear you're not greedy, Johnny. Superboy, but my plan was foolproof. How? I kept wondering why you'd set up super guards around loot stashed where, where nobody but me could get at it. Even with my powers, it would have taken a long time to uncover your hiding places. So why didn't you empty? Uh, why didn't you simply remove the loot before then? Because I was meant to f- to find the stolen goods, and, and and fight those guards. So after I left your space monster, I secretly hid in the chest, just counting on you to, uh, to bring me to bring it to you. And um, and he says honestly, Superboy, I didn't have any control over this. The alien dust made me do it. And he says sorry, Johnny. I fell for your innocent routine once, and that's all you'll get out of this super sap. And that is the end of this story. So there we have it. Well, as you all know, I always enjoy getting into the uh, older stories of uh, of Superboy, and uh, which are, of course, the um, stories of Superman when he was a boy. And in that past, that history... Uh, it makes me wonder if anything happened this week in Legion history. Unfortunately, Michael has provided me with just such information. <clears throat> so, 60 years ago, uh, July 27th, 1961, we get Adventure Comics Volume 1, Issue 288. After sending Superboy to the Phantom Zone, where presumably he runs into Monel who's still waiting for Superboy to start working on that anti-lead serum. Uh, Dev M frames Superboy and sullies his reputation with Smallville before flying to the future. Chief Parker helps convince everybody that uh, Superboy was under the influence of red kryptonite and all is forgiven. Uh, 55 years ago, July 28th, 1966, we get uh, Adventure Comics, Volume 1, 340, Issue 348. Uh, when their clubhouse is stolen by Dr. Regulus, the Legion goes after him, uh, but are overpowered by his various traps and weapons until Superboy arrives and saves his friend. Or Sorry, until Superboy. Until Sun- I've got Superboy on the brain, clearly. Until Sunboy arrives and saves his friends. Uh, 
Regulus Escapes and Vows Revenge. And we talked about that issue way back in episode 52. Uh, 50 years ago, in uh, on July 29th, 1971, Adventure Comics Volume 1, issue number 410, uh, reprint Adventure 326, a Revolt of the Girl Legionnaires, in which Queen Azura of Femnaz hypnotizes the girls to defeat the boys. She soon sees the errors of her ways when uh, the boys save Femnaz's uh, moon and realize the boys are just as good as the girls. And that was talked about way back in in episode 33. Uh, 25 years ago, in um on August or sorry uh July thirty first nineteen ninety six uh Legion of Superheroes Volume Four eighty four the entire Legion succumbs to the Emerald Eye's power kicking off an all new direction for the heroes of the future and this was um or this will be covered this will have been going to have been covered um looks like uh Michael figures uh uh the fall of twenty twenty three. All right, um, next, uh, 20 years ago, uh, July 25th, 2001, Legion Worlds number four. Um, Xanthu is caught in the middle of a war with the invading forces of Robotica. Aided only by former fe- uh, fellow former Legionnaire XS, Starboy and Dreamer, um, find themselves outnumbered, outgunned, and uh, unable to get help from any other world. And you'll hear our coverage on that uh, sometime around mid-2027. Yikes. Uh, 15 years ago, um, July 26, 2006, um, Supergirl, Volume 5, Number 8, Supergirl, or sorry, Yes, Power Girl is held captive, and Supergirl is being forced by a Saturn Queen to marry Ultraman thanks to Saturn Queen influencing both their minds. While trying to control Power Girl, she loses her or Power Girl, she loses her control of Supergirl. Then Power Girl is freed and they're about to kill Ultraman when Saturn uh, Queen asks them to spare him. Um 10 years ago in uh on July uh July 27th 2011 uh, Teen Titans Volume Three, Number Ninety Eight, Superboy Prime returns. Of all things to hate, he hates the Teen Titans most of all. Now he's coming for them, but he is not coming alone. Oh no, he is uh, bringing some others, and among them is the Persuader. And finally, nine hundred and seventy years from now, uh, July thirtieth, twenty nine ninety one. Uh, in the five-year-later timeline, Vi is named the Chief of Security of the Damper Project, which, of course, remember from Venado Bay, this is how uh, uh, how Rock lost his, his magnetic powers. And uh, with that, we have that is what has happened or will have been going to have happened uh, this week in Legion history. So, folks, comments, as always, welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will see you all next week.